customer service emails. I didn't, even though there were a couple in the beginning, I told myself, no, I'm going to outsource everything from the beginning. I'm going to train my mind that if this is not making me money, if this is not getting me towards my end goal, I'm not going to do it. Welcome back to Young Smart Money. My name is Apple Kreider and I am your host. In this episode, we're sitting down with somebody who is 18 years old and was made over seven figures through his drop shipping business. Okay, so we're going to learn a lot about what it takes to actually start a successful drop shipping business and also what it takes to start a successful business at a very young age because not only has he created a seven figure drop shipping business, he's also created a business where he teaches people how to do what he does, but then he also just hosted a 250 plus person event in New York where he had 15 millionaires come and speak on their experiences. The event was called Breakthrough, uh, and he really just facilitated people to have their breakthroughs. This guy's name is Sam Jacobs. He's doing some very, very big things. He's going to drop some serious value on you if you were at all interested in starting your own business online at a young age. He, he has a ton of experiences that, that are extremely valuable to a younger listener and all in all he's just a really sharp guy so without further ado we're going to welcome sam jacobs on to young smart money sit back relax and enjoy this interview sam jacobs welcome to young smart money how are you doing today i'm doing freaking amazing you ready to kill it that's what i like to hear man of course i am as always as always awesome Perfect. So for our listeners that aren't familiar with you and what you're up to right now, could you give us like a 60 second intro as, as to what Sam Jacobs is currently doing? Of course. So for those who don't know me, I am, I just actually turned 18. I'm an 18 year old entrepreneur, started business just a year ago um, and really blew up this past couple months. Uh, not in the beginning, it was an easy journey, uh, but now I did over seven figures with e-commerce revenue, um, got over 80,000 followers on Instagram, you know, just blowing it up living every single day like it's like it's its last uh we just had an event in new york city sold out in just above a month and it was just crazy over 15 millionaires spoke uh it was just amazing so yeah we're up to some big 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 things i can't wait to share uh some of those golden nuggets today absolutely this dude is crushing it at 18 years old man i when I was 18, I don't even know what I was doing, to be honest. So like, just to see, just to see you out here and doing this and like, I'm only 20 myself, but like still just, just seeing other young people doing some really amazing stuff is, is what it's all about. Love it. Love it. hundred percent. Yeah. So let's flash back to when you first got started. You said you'd only been doing e-commerce for about a year, but were you uh, in middle school, um, like selling candy bars, like doing lemonade stands? What was that looking like? When, when were you first exposed to like entrepreneurship? What were your first like entrepreneurial ventures? Right. Great question. So, I mean, for me, I was always in entrepreneurship one way or another. I was always that kid, you know, selling those candy bars, uh, you know, all those little stuff on the side in school, flipping anything I can. Uh, but, you know, it really came down to like one summer where I was working as a lifeguard and I was like, dude, there is so much opportunity. I had like, I was working a couple hours a day and then I came home. I was like, okay, how do I make money? I really want to start making money online. And I was that person that was just, you know, that, that computer guy. I was, you know, I, I wasn't that geek, but again, I was always on my computer doing things. Um, and one thing led to the next started on YouTube, uh, had a successful YouTube channel. I was just posting like basketball content and then just like messing around with different businesses, went over to affiliate marketing. Um, and then, but those things didn't really stick to me it's so important you have to find something that you really love and for me e-commerce stuck building my personal brand and that's where we are today you know just going all in from there and uh it's just been a blessing 
A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So as somebody who was like pretty into technology, when did you first start flipping that switch into making money? Because a lot of people, when they're in high school, they'll get into stuff, they'll, they'll have passions, they'll have interests, but, but they don't turn that into something that's generating income for themselves. So when did you make that switch and when did you realize that you could start making serious money online? Right. So my switch was when I was going on YouTube, I was seeing all these people making money and I was like, if they can do it, so can I. So it's super important to realize that there's nothing special about me. There's nothing special about every single person that's successful today. The only thing that separates you versus them is that the fact they take their 24 hours every single day and turn it into productive, real work. Every single person has the same 24 hours, but what you're going to do with it is that little switch. So, you know, I really focus on action-based results. It's called, you know, something where I really preach is action-based results and not wasting time because I see a lot of people, and especially in our day and age with like this whole Instagram entrepreneurship, everyone's saying, oh, I'm grinding, but what are you actually doing? right? What are you, are you, you know, let's say you, you want to run a podcast, like a man here, he is pounding it out every single day, making sure he's getting people in. He's not saying he's grinding. He's not, you know, he's, he, you're literally, you need to focus on what your angle is and every single day, just go for that goal. But you can't, you got to work smart, you know, every single day, you got to go for that goal. If you're not doing something that's, you know, leading you towards the end goal at every single second of the day, you are missing out. Hmm. 100%. 100%. You got to have those key benchmarks that you're aiming for and consistently working towards those. So how do you keep yourself accountable? And how do you make sure that you are consistently working towards those goals? Do you have any systems, any like calendars or anything that you put in place? I feel you. Great question. So in terms of staying productive, here's a quick tip that you, every single person listening to this can use. What you, what I do is I have a calendar. I have a little notebook and every single day I review my goals. So you got to review your goals every single day. Ask yourself what your end goal is. You know, you shouldn't have too many goals, but again, narrow it down to the top three goals that you absolutely must get done. Or like at the end of the year, it'd be like, okay, if I got those three goals done, I'll be the happiest man on earth. Know those three goals and review them every single day. Now, after you do that, you got to write down five things. Five things you want to get done that day. It doesn't have to be the biggest things in the world. You don't have to say, oh, become a billionaire today. <laughs> you want to keep it small, but you want to make sure that it's something that's getting you towards those three goals, right? So, for example, if I wanted to, you know, become, if I want to become big with dropshipping and throughout my journey, like I started from nothing a year ago. How did I get to seven figures so fast? Every single day, I wrote down five things I needed to do in the dropshipping space to get to the success I wanted. So for example, in dropshipping, it's super important that you're testing products, right? Because you need to find that product that really sticks. One thing I really see with a lot of dropshippers, they go ahead and start you know, putting products on their website that doesn't really resonate with the, you know, the audience to try and bring it to, you can't just sell any product. So for me, it was super important that I found my winner product. So every day on that list, part of those five things was to test a product. Mm. So that I knew was going to get to my ultimate success. So once I hit that winner product, boom. Right. And, and my, my, my goal was, okay, I wanted to make, let's say, you know, a hundred thousand dollars this year with Shopify dropshipping. So I, I knew if I found that winner product, it's going to get to the hundred thousand dollars. So every single day I made sure to get closer and closer and closer. One, one little quick tip before we go over the next question is that you also want to make sure that when you write down the five things, you, you basically go ahead and order it from hardest 
to easiest because mm. subconsciously your mind wants to go ahead and go for the easier stuff. Right. And then at the end of the day, you're stuck with the top two major things, the top two things that you had to get done that day. And you're like, so exhausted. Your mind's going to be like, whatever, let me just go watch some Netflix, chill, whatever it is. You're not going to end up getting it done. So order from hardest to least, knock those five things down and make sure those things are productive things, things that will get you closer to your goal and not really things that can be outsourced. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And like people are always going for those quick wins and instant gratification. But like, if you get all of those done first, then like you said, we get to 3 PM and you still got your two biggest tasks and you're like, I don't want to do that. I'd rather just cut the day short here and be done. Exactly. hundred percent, hundred percent. And you're in school right now, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm still in school. How do you balance that? School versus work. How do I balance it? Now it's a great question and I get it ask that every single day. Many I'm people sure. don't even know, right, that I'm in school. But the fact is, I don't have to show that because it's not an excuse for me. I don't want to show excuses. So what I do is I don't even imagine it's in my mind. I tell myself, okay, I have school for X amount of hours and I'm off for X amount of hours. Now in those, let's say seven hours that I'm off, I can either be like every other person, go ahead and and watch some Netflix, play some basketball, be like every other person, or you can say, no, I want to be different. People don't realize that you have so much time in the day. Mm. You're just going to want put, you're just going to want to put excuses in your head, but those excuses are just excuses from you getting to where you want. You need to realize you have X amount of hours. If you're working a nine to five job, you still have from 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. to work. There is no excuse. Time, you got 24 hours. Every single person has 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with it? 100%, 100%. 100%, 100%. And like people, yeah, they, they make up excuses about like, oh, I don't have the time for this. I don't have the time for that. But yeah, like you said, we all have the same 24 hours. And if you're consistently working towards your goals and towards your priorities with like that setup that you have going on with your five tasks you want to get on every day, that's, that's going to ensure that you are being as productive as possible with those hours that aren't taken up by school, by work, by, by whatever you're doing for like the primary chunk of your day, if it's not fully working on your business. 100%, 100%. So talk to me about some of the biggest challenges that you've run into so far, because I'm assuming um, throughout this year of building your business, there've been some pretty serious setbacks. I mean, nobody gets there um, just like that. So, so talk to me about some of the biggest challenges you've come across. So right now, my main two businesses, obviously my e-commerce stores, and then I have my personal brand. Um, you know, I have an education business, which, which I teach people how to be successful drop shipping, personal branding, all those different things. Uh, recently, my Instagram was actually shut down. And yeah. You know, instead of me being like depressed, it was like hacked or something. Instead of me being depressed and be like, all right, there's no way to get this back because I literally tried everything, I figured it out. I just literally contacted everyone I knew, uh, somehow got it back. Uh, actually worked with someone that works at Instagram to get it back. Uh, that was a setback. Um, that was like small things. Every single day I have setbacks. People don't see it, right? Because I don't show it. But the fact is there's setbacks every single day. And as an entrepreneur, you've got to be ready for those setbacks. You've got to be ready to say, I'm going to go around it instead of get stopped by each blockade because there will be a lot of them. Most people will go ahead and try to get to the journey, go through the path, and then all of a sudden a tree blocks them, they're just going to stop. But part of the 5% of the world that is successful you got to jump around it. You got to jump over it. You got to figure it out because I guarantee you every single problem in the world can be fixed if you just use your mind. Mm. Every single problem. And I go by the saying, 
figure it out. Figure it out. Every single one of my students like comes to me with questions, this, that, and I'll be like, figure it out. Not that I don't know the answer, <laughs> but if you develop the mindset that you're on your own, that you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the top, even if it takes a year to start seeing success, doesn't matter. That's when you start seeing massive, massive, massive growth and massive success, you know, because people go to college for three, four, five years, and that's okay. Five years to, to get a college degree to come out with, with some, some papers that say you're officially something, <laughs> right, is okay. But you can't go a year into entrepreneurship, you know, you got to be ready for that. And that is the key. That is the key. Just be ready. Don't do entrepreneurship is not some get rich quick. There's no business in the world that all of a sudden you start and you just, you blow up. Right. I went with the mindset that I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I did whatever it takes. I didn't, you know, most people don't see it, but I started my personal brand before my first sale and people that follow me from the beginning, they know, like I, I didn't have much success until eight, nine months into my journey. And the last month has been bigger, better than the last year. And that's how it is. Business is like this. You go on a roller coaster and then all of a sudden, boom, right? But you're, you're just right away from that. Boom. You just got to be ready for it. A hundred percent. And like people will say it's an overnight success, but they didn't see all the months that you put in building and building and building and not really seeing any traction. And then you start picking up speed. And that's when people start looking and that's when people start commenting. And that's when people start noticing you. Um, 100%. Yeah. hundred percent. And like back to the figure it out, like thing that you're talking about. Uh, I always say that like my two biggest mentors have been a Google search bar and a YouTube search bar because like you just have the potential. There's so much information available to us that like right. you not learning about whatever you're struggling with is mm -hmm. just totally on you because like there's so much information out there and there's so many resources that like if you want to learn something, there's the information out there. Like it's all out there. It's all available to you. If you just take the initiative to go learn it. You're right. It's all there. You just got to open your eyes. hundred percent. So talk to me about the role of mentors in your life. I'm sure um, getting to this point, and we're going to talk a little bit more about some of the, the, the things you've been doing lately. Um, but, but what is the role of mentors been on you and, and your ability to grow this business, these businesses so quickly? So important. Mentors are literally the shortcut to success. I don't like saying there's a shortcut to success, but mentors is the way to go because imagine you just have a path to success why take the long path if you can help someone take away the, the trees in the way 100 there are certain things certain actions you got to take certain things that you got to go ahead and, and perform certain things you got to figure out why go ahead and spend thousands and thousands of dollars if you go ahead and invest in someone that already did that and just shows you the rest so super important. I invested, you know, a lot of money, a lot of money over 20 grand into my personal development, into mentors, into courses. And, you know, so many people today are so stuck on the thing that, oh, courses are a scam. Mentors are a scam. Instead of thinking that, start focusing on the bigger picture. If you don't go ahead and invest in yourself, you don't go ahead and, you know, just realize that you don't have to make mistakes everyone else did. Go ahead and learn from someone that already made those mistakes. And that's when you're going to start seeing that shortcut success, you know, the fast cut. People ask me how did it like explode in the last couple months. It's through learning from people that already made mistakes instead of, you know, me going ahead and make those.
100%. So what do you look for in a mentor when you're trying to find somebody to work with or somebody to help you to that next level? What, what, is, what are some of the characteristics you look for or experiences you look for? Right. So when you want to find a mentor, when you're looking for a mentor, it's super important that you go ahead and envision your perfect mentor. So what is it that you're looking for a mentor? Is it the results? Is it the lifestyle? Whatever it is. And you got to make sure, don't learn from someone you don't want to be. Mm. That's super important. If someone doesn't have results, don't learn from them. You need to find someone that you want to be like and learn from that, right? So if you, if you see someone that has the results you want, the life that you want, that's someone you want to be as a man. That's someone you want to learn from, you know, not someone that, that doesn't have the results, that doesn't have the end goal you have, you know, that's a mentor, someone that, that, that's in the position you want to be in a year from now. 100%, 100%. Uh, so, so what have been some of the biggest, I guess, sort of, do you have a team around you or is it really just you at this point? Uh, of course. I mean, you can't build a successful business without a team. Okay. So when did you start building a team? Day one, day one. It's super really? important. You, you build your team from day one, because if you're not building a team, then you're literally like you're missing out on so much time. Time is the most valuable thing we have today. And, you know, a simple website like upwork.com, you know, that's what I use. It's a freelancer website. You can get people to do whatever you want for like three, $4 an hour. Now imagine you can take yourself, clone it 15 times, how much more you can get done. So from day one, I didn't go ahead and, and start answering customer service emails. I didn't, even though there were a couple in the beginning, I told myself, no, I'm going to outsource everything from the beginning. I'm going to train my mind that if this is not making me money, if this is not getting me towards my end goal, I'm not going to do it. Mm, that's huge. That's huge. So how did you learn? How did you learn how to teach something? Because that's, that's a skill that, that sort of goes beyond a lot of like just the bare basics of executing, like teaching as a whole is a whole different ballgame. So like, how did you make that transition into, into from doing to teaching? Great question. So if you're trying to teach something, you got to ask yourself, okay, Put your mind in a beginner's state. What did you not understand in the beginning, right? What did you not, like, what did you need? What, what was that missing steps in the beginning? Put yourself in their footsteps, all right? Put, put, your, put yourself in their shoes and ask yourself, okay, what were the exact steps that you took for success and replicate that? Now, before, if you guys are trying to make like a course or something, like one thing I really recommend is go ahead and, you know, take a test group, take a group of students and mentor them, whether it's for free, doesn't have to be expensive, but make sure you test your product or test, you know, what you're teaching before you had go ahead and put it into course. Any questions that they ask in that, you know, little test group, go ahead, write those down. And then you can go ahead and make sure that those are answered in your program. Mm, absolutely absolutely and getting feedback is just so essential because like you can you can think of what you think people are going to want but until you actually provide that and until you actually get real feedback from real people you're never going to know if your assumptions were correct right right 100 absolutely so um i want to talk a little bit n- more about courses um so when did you decide to de- de- develop the teaching side of your business i def- i i told myself that Obviously, I don't want to put out a course until I have the actual results. Yeah. So I need to go ahead and rush into a course. Um, and for me, I obviously, I only started out a couple months ago, but I made already six, close to seven figures at the time. 
uh, you know, in my e-commerce before I went ahead and created a course. Uh, but yeah, that was the time where I created that. Okay. And, and what was the main driver there? Was it really just like you were getting too many requests from people to be able to do those individually or, or what made you want to make that shift? Well, obviously, you know, it's super important to think, okay, helping people is what's going to stay with you, right? We just had an event in New York City. We had over 250 people there. One of my students um, a couple months ago had nothing, right? And today he's making over two, $300,000 a month, right? Now that's something amazing. That's something that will stick with me forever. We called that person up on stage. We gave him a special plaque and it was just an amazing experience, something that will never be forgotten. Um, so on one side, I want to help as many people as possible. On the other side, you know, time is not playing that game. Um, so a course is a great way to pretty much put out your knowledge into the world without increasing how much time you have to put into it. Hmm. 100%, 100%. It's a really scalable way for you to be able to impact, like you said, a lot of people at once and be able to have like those huge transformations in people without yeah. having to, to dedicate your one-on-one -on -one individual time to each individual person. Exactly. 100%, 100%. So I want to talk a little bit more about drop shipping right now for our listeners that might not be as familiar. Can you give us just a quick intro to drop shipping? Drop shipping is super, super simple. I mean, obviously the, the model is simple, but obviously putting into effect like any other business will take time. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to, you know, put it out like it's a get rich quick scheme. It's something will take work. Yeah. Saying that, what it is, is basically you taking products from other places. For example, if I wanted to sell um, a microphone, I can go ahead and find it for $5, put it on my website for $20 and just drive traffic to it. Every single time someone orders it from my website, I don't even need to touch it. What happens is that person where I got from five for $5 for ships it directly to the customer. So I make $15 profit every single time someone orders. Hmm. hundred percent. So one of the biggest, like sort of, I mean, I'm not somebody who does dropshipping, but one of the biggest sort of concerns that I would have as somebody who would be dropshipping is like, does that mean I'm directly competing with Amazon? Because like, that's not a battle that like I would want to go into personally. So how do you look at that? I mean, I look at it because I look at it like the fact is there are so many consumers, like there's billions of people who buy products online. Yeah. Now, Amazon doesn't have every single product. Amazon isn't. I, didn't ha I haven't seen a lot of ads from Amazon recently. Mm -hmm. They're just, you know, a place where people go to just buy. Um, they don't have to run ads anymore. But the fact is, that's why dropshipping is super important. You find products that are unique. You can't just go ahead and sell any type of product. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, there's such a huge market for the online world. I don't feel like, you know, there's so much room for growth and competition is not on my mind. 100%, 100%. So when you start a dropshipping store, um, what, what basically does that process look like? Do you pick a niche? Do you like pick an item in particular? Or like, how do you go about building a dropshipping store from scratch? Yeah, so there's pretty much a couple steps. The first step is obviously you got to create your website. Mm -hmm. uh, you create your website, I use Shopify. Uh, you know, there's multiple different ways you can do it. But Shopify, you create your own website it takes me, you know, an hour to create a website. For beginners, probably takes two, three hours, maybe two, three days, whatever it is, you get that done and then it's time to pick your products. Obviously, like I said, don't just choose, choose any product and throw it on your website. You want to find products that are unique, that solve a problem. So for example, if you found you know, a product that did really well was an ab stimulator, 
like pretty much gave people six packs fast. Uh, so that sounds really cool when people see that product in their Facebook feed and Instagram feed, you know, that solves a problem, makes people feel really good. So that was a product you can put on your website. Obviously, you know, since so many people bought that product already, it's not a great product, but you know, we can go on for product research for a while now, but you create your website, you find product, and then it's time to drive traffic, right? Mm -hmm. You can't just go ahead and put products on a website. Who's going to come to your website and buy it, right? So you got to drive traffic through Facebook ads, Instagram ads. Um, you know, you've probably seen it before where you're just scrolling through your Instagram feed. You see a little video of a product and that's what we run, you know? So we run ads to, to you know, your store and every single time someone orders from your website, they're going to ship it out directly to the customer and you, you keep the, you know, the remaining profit. 100%, 100%. Um, talk a little bit about your marketing strategy. So like, how do you, once you have a product, once you have a store, what, what are some of your first steps to figure out, okay, who is my target market? How am I going to effectively target Facebook ads to some people that I think would actually buy this? So yeah, super important. You put your, you know, you put your, your, your feet in your, your buyer's shoes, right? Yeah. Ask yourself, what is your buyer looking for? What 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 features is your buyers looking for mm -hmm. what about the product is good for the audience what yeah. type of audience so you got to really ask yourself who's buying your product and you know a great way to you know to know that is just looking look at your video ad look at your your pictures who's using the product all that kind of stuff um so that's super important that you make sure that you know, you go ahead and, and find the right audience uh, using all those different ways. Um, but again, just ask yourself, like, who's your target buyer? Who's going to buy your product? What problem does it solve? And then go after those people that have the problem. Absolutely. And do you do a lot of testing at first? So what, is, what does that look like when you're trying to figure out, okay, which of these ad sets is going to work best? Which of these um, pieces of creative is going to work best? What does what right. your testing process look like? Yeah, super important. You test, 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 test. It took me 14 products to find my first winner. Winner products is pretty much a product that, you know, you're putting a dollar in, you're getting $2 back from Facebook. Mm. Uh, you know, and that it took me 14 products to find that winner. And it's super important that you stay consistent with your testing, especially in the beginning. Don't give up because it's going to, you know, it's going to take some time, but you never know. You're just one product away from finding that winner and then absolutely changing everything for yourself. Um, so yes, testing is super important. The only way to find out if something really works is by testing it. And it doesn't just go for dropshipping. You need to, you know, you need to use that in just business in general. If you have a podcast, ask yourself, okay, you know, let's try this to get, to get more people on the podcast. Let's try this. Let's try this. You, you know, anything in business, you're in fitness, you're in personal branding, you're in copy, email marketing, whatever it is, you've got to test things because if you're the first person to test something and it works, then you're ahead of your, all your competition. Absolutely. What made you want to keep going? And like, why, why did you stick with drop shipping after having like 13, 14 products that didn't work? Why, why did you still stick with this business model and why didn't you try to pivot into something else? Because here's the thing that kept me going in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I went this far. I can't quit. And I kept going for the goal. I went with that mindset of that. I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to succeed right? If you go in that mindset that it's not going to, it's not going to help. It's not like, I'm not going to get the money right away. I'm not for the money. I'm going all in. I'm going to hit success. It's going to be like, all right, I tested 10 products. Then the 11th might be that one. I tested mm -hmm. 11 products. The 12th may be the one, right? And put that mindset in any business you're in. 
whether you go ahead and you know ask yourself all right you're 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 going to the gym every single day right and you you don't have the body that you want but if you just give it another month another two months just imagine where you will be imagining and having your strong why why you're doing it why do you want success why do you want money whether it's whether it's a freedom whether it's a car you want whether it's the feeling whether whatever it is keep that going and tell yourself if i quit now i'm never going to get that but if i keep going maybe it'll happen or the next one will be it the next one will be it and eventually you're going to hit success if you keep going for the goal 100%, 100%. You got to keep that why in mind and you really got to keep working towards whatever is is pushing you forwards. 100%. Now I want to cover something that happened more recently. Um, that event that you mentioned that that you held in, in New York just a couple weeks ago now. Um, fill us in on, on that event. And, and first of all, just like what was the event? Right. So the event was called Breakthrough because recently I had a mastermind in Toronto, five people, it was $2,500 each. We sold out within two days and two out of those five people are now making over a hundred thousand dollars a month. And for me, that was like a wow moment. And I knew that if we can do this at a bigger scale, it would just change lives. So we named a breakthrough because it's super important that everyone finds their breakthrough moment. Everyone hits those breakthrough moments sometime in their, in their career, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. uh, and we wanted to make it at the event. So uh, we just pretty much, I had the idea the next day. Um, I and my team, I can't do without the team. Uh, we literally just created a group chat. We're just, okay, we got to get a venue. We got to get speakers. And a month, two months later, we are sold out. Had an amazing, amazing event. We had just crazy, crazy speakers come over jason capital brandon carter dan fleischman casey adams so many great great speakers came and just ripped stage uh we had so many people that literally came crying after i was like wow right and uh that's the goal of just changing lives making creating breakthroughs for people is the best thing that ever that ever happened you know so absolutely that's what well, we did what made you start that first little mastermind group that you did over in toronto a while back Actually funny because when I did that, that little mastermind, I, a student DM me, he's like, dude, I don't have a visa. I can't come from Toronto to New York. Uh, can you come to me? And obviously it's a couple thousand dollars to meet up with me. And I actually flew in. I was like, okay, there, I know, I know a lot of my audience lives in Toronto. Let's do something. So literally that day, uh, you know, just got a, got a place and pulled together a couple of people and we made it happen. And that's pretty much how it happened. I mean, if we didn't have that, that person that's now making over $300,000 a month, he, will, he would be still in his little room broke, you know, so that's what happened. Dang. Yeah. That's huge, man. That's huge. So then flashing forward to, to the breakthrough events, uh, what were, what were some of your first steps? Because you brought this thing together in a very short amount of time. And for somebody who's never hosted a live event before, I'm, I'm assuming there were a lot of things you had to learn. So can you sort of fill us in on, I guess, what were some of the biggest hurdles that you faced throughout the process of um, sort of putting this whole event together, whether that be the speakers, whether that be the venue, or just the logistics in general? Yeah. So, I mean, putting an event together, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, because obviously it took a lot of my time. Um, and obviously, you, you know, you got to sell those tickets, yeah. you got to get a venue, you got to get speakers. Um, 
you know, because of my personal brand, I was able to do all of that. I was able, you know, we sold out the event, we oversold it. Uh, I mean, it got the most amazing speakers. They're all basically my friends now. Uh, and, you know, we put, we put together an amazing, amazing team. Uh, you know, the venue, a lot of money was put into it. Over $40,000 was put into it. Uh, you know, so for me, I went to, you know, do this event. We went all in or nothing. Super important. Just go all in or nothing. Even if you guys want, like, go ahead and, and get together. Find people in your area that are also entrepreneurs. Super important that you get into a circle of entrepreneurs. You are who your top five friends are. So if you go ahead and every single week, you know, organize something where, you know, you meet with all these amazing entrepreneurs. And I'm telling you right now, if you go ahead and just type in on Instagram, hashtag your city, let's say hashtag I live in New York city. So hashtag New York city entrepreneur or hashtag Oregon uh, entrepreneur, Nevada entrepreneur, whatever it is, you'll find people that are eager to meet up with you. So go ahead and create that circle. And that's the easiest way you can literally get involved with all these um, amazing, amazing people. Exactly, exactly. And you just have to start associating yourself with people who are doing similar stuff. And um, just, just having that community of people together can really, can really do a lot for you. Exactly. 100%. All right, uh, Sam, I want to hop into some of the questions that I like to ask all of my guests before we wrap up. Are you feeling ready for them? 100%. Let's do it. All right, perfect. So the first thing that I'm curious about is what are you excited about right now? This could be something in your business in the wider realm of entrepreneurship. But like, what's something that you're genuinely excited about right now? First, I'm excited for the future, you know, so every day there's an opportunity, um, you know, in particular right now, what I'm excited for is just, you know, we have a new program launching, um, you know, all the case studies are going to come out, out of that. Um, I mean, just, I'm excited to be alive, you know, um, and just living greatest life that I can. Um, but other than that, you know, I'm just excited. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Just got to go through life with that excitement. That's, that's my philosophy, dude. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have any habits that have served you particularly well? these could be habits in your business, in your life in general, or just things you do on a routine basis that have helped you sort of level up. In terms of habits, I think that I don't have much of them. I feel like it just became so much a part of me that I don't even feel like it's a habit. Hmm. Just like, let's say I'm driving, I immediately put out a podcast. So I just listen to it, um, you know, and always staying focused. Like it just became part of me. You need to be obsessed with what you do, be obsessed. And then, you know, all these habits, all these things like just become a part of you, you know, every single second of the day, how am I going to get to the next level? How am I going to get to the next level? And that will just put you in that position that will just literally like put your mind solely on the end goal. And that's what you need to be focusing on. Just putting in the work that will get to your goal, right? I feel like a lot of people are going ahead and, and uh, getting distracted by many, many different things. Um, a lot of people, you know, you could read a thousand books and don't put any action. You're never going to make a dollar, yep. right? So it's super important you have some balance, but again, be obsessed with, with what you do and literally go all in. How do you develop that obsession? How do you how do you find something that you can really just obsess over and just really go into? 
Right. I mean, in terms of obsession, you just, you got to love what you do. That's for sure. You got to have a really strong why. Why are you doing this every single day? Why are you putting in the work? What is it? Is it, you know, you, you want to pay the bills for your family, whether it's you want to, you want to go on vacation, you want to just live the life that you always dreamed of. You need to make sure that that why is so strong that like it's, it's that one thing that you want, like every single day you strive for it. Okay. And you need to go all in. Like you need to tell yourself, okay, this is what I'm doing today. I'm going for my goal. I'm going for my goal. Keep going for that. And you, you'll instantly become obsessed. The more you do something, the more you're going to get into it. Okay. And you need to have that strong why you need to go for your goal every single day. You need to just tell yourself, I got to do it. And the more you do it, the more you're going to love it. Um, and you know, you, you have to create the obsession yourself. It doesn't come, um, instantly. It's not going to come right away. The more you get into something, the more you're going to love it. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, what content you said you're listening to podcasts, but like what content would that be books, podcasts, YouTube channels, uh, are you consuming right now? Dude? I mean, overall <laughs> it's like, it's, it's just everything that pops in my eye, right? You just consume everything, but it, be careful. You want to consume the correct information, right? You listen to this podcast, and then you're on the right steps because you're listening from someone that you know knows what they're talking about. Um, and I know my man only brings uh, people that know what they're talking only about. The top tier, exactly. So <laughs> make sure you're learning from the right people. Uh, you know, for me, it just things that like I make sure that I don't listen to too many things. I listen to either things that I'm focusing on, whether it's personal branding or dropshipping content. Obviously there's mindset stuff. Um, I read, let's say I don't read a lot, but I listen to a lot of audiobooks. Uh, you know, sometimes just put YouTube videos on Grant Cardone. Tyler has all these people that know what they're talking about and just develop the right information in my head. Hmm. How do you find that balance between like consuming and creating? And, and when do you know, when, when are you able to flip that switch and go from, all right, I'm listening to the podcast now, now I'm going to go out there and do it. Right. I mean, for me, I, I, I only listen when I got to, you know, um, I listen to podcasts, YouTube videos, uh, when I'm driving, mm -hmm. when, you know, I just, I, I can't do anything else. Okay. Um, you know, when you're in a position that you can create something, create it, you know, there's a time and place for everything and optimize every single second of the day. So if I'm driving, if I'm, you know, if I'm going ahead and, and waiting for, you know, a dentist or a, a doctor, like, you know, I can't create content at that, at that moment. So I can listen to an audiobook, um, listen to a podcast. I can go ahead and, you know, there's a time place for everything. So just optimize every single second of the day for that correct time. Mm, absolutely. Do you ever get hit with burnout? Is that something you ever struggle with? Yeah, hundred percent. It's super important that you don't overwork yourself. Um, and a lot of entrepreneurs do that. So again, Outsource as much as you can using Upwork.com, Fiverr, all these websites, um, and, and remember only go for your only go for your goal. Like you need to write down those five things. Ask yourself, can any of them be outsourced? If yes, outsource it. If not, great. Does it go for your goal? Do it. Right. So again, don't do things that will not you know make you money, or let's say you don't want to make money. All you want to do is impact lives. So don't do things that will not. Impact directly impact lives. Um, so again, make sure you go ahead and to balance your time out. Uh, you know, I would take one day out of the week where you just step back, um, or even an hour out of the day. Uh, that's super important. I, you know, usually take one day out of the week to just chillax, um, get my mind refreshed. Just, you know, you can still do work, but do more mindset stuff, write things down, you know, review your goals and all that kind of stuff. Um, super important that you refresh and don't overwork yourself.
Absolutely. Absolutely. Cause if you just keep grinding and grinding and grinding, it's going to be great, but like, you're going to hit that wall eventually. And if you are pacing yourself, if you are giving yourself that hour every day or that day every week to just like chill for a little bit, uh, that's going to, that's going to really help you and and your longevity of just being able to keep working. Exactly. hundred percent. Absolutely. So one thing that I'm also really curious about with my guests is what they do that doesn't scale or what has like their personal touch. So for a quick example, um, every day I'll pull out my phone, I'll shoot like five to 10 video DMs to just random followers, uh, just being like, Hey, what's up? Um, my name's Apple. Thanks for the follow. I appreciate it. If there's anything I can do for you, let me know. Have a wonderful day. Just something simple like that. Um, and that's something that I don't mass produce. I don't hire a VA to just like send pre-recorded messages to everyone. I don't like just mass record one message. Like I say their name in it. Um, and it's something that has like a personal touch and a lot of people are, are, are impacted by that. So I'm curious for you, if there's anything that comes to mind that you do in your business that, that has that personal, like Sam Jacobs touch, that isn't something that, that could be mass produced. Right. I mean, hmm, that's a great question. Um, I feel that, you know, I'm very energetic. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though like I was, I was kind of, I started off like an introvert, you know, my in the middle somehow. Um, but remember like, create a culture around what you do um super important that like you'll see me in the office i'll literally be like blasting music chilling out like you want to make sure that like entrepreneurship doesn't have to be like that thing where oh you got to work to two three in the morning all quiet like you know energy equals movement equals money so um i feel like a lot of energy um is what i kind of have my personal touch on Hmm. um but other than that you know i'm very very like personal very like i answer all my dms um you know and even though i make sure i take time of the day to connect with my followers um but yeah in terms of that there's nothing really that really stands out there probably is but again i don't really feel it you know uh it just becomes so part of me like i said obsessed Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Sam, where can people go if they want to follow up with you, find out more about you and what you're up to? Where should our listeners go to uh, follow up with you at? Boom. Super easy. You either can follow me on Instagram or YouTube at Sam Jacobs. Both of them are Sam Jacobs and uh, look forward to seeing you there. Awesome. I'll be sure to link both of those up in the show notes for this episode for you guys to check out. Sam, any last parting words of wisdom for our listeners today? Any parting thoughts that you want to leave us with? Hey, I mean, your choice, what you're going to do after this podcast, you know, um, some of you guys are going to take what you learned today, write them down, review them. Other people will go ahead, you know, memorize it. Um, or, you know, again, you can take nothing out of this. So, and just, and just, you know, walk in and walk out the same way. So remember every single day you have the chance to break through every single day. You have the chance to literally change everything for yourself. Everyone has the same 24 hours of the day. What are you going to do with it? Mm, preach, man. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you choosing to spend it here. hundred percent. Thanks for listening to this episode of Young Smart Money. If you want to support the show, you can do so in three different ways. You can subscribe, you can leave me five, and you can share this episode with a friend. To subscribe, all you got to do is click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts. To leave me five, all you got to do is scroll all the way down to the bottom of the podcast 
page for Young Smart Money and click on the Write a Review button. And to share with a friend, all you got to do is screenshot yourself listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, tag me, and I'll be sure to repost it in my Instagram story as well. I love giving you guys some attention who are listening to the show. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Real quick, just launched a new project called the Online Course Examiner, basically the Yelp of online courses. It is blowing up lately, onlinecourseexaminer.com. Check it out.